All right, we've actually hit it because there are people, colleagues, more than cars, universe members in Las Vegas right now for the NADA show stepping up. Today we're talking to about GM Toyota, a 99-year partnership. Couldn't finish. And Gen Z Burrito Builders. I can't say burrito building without thinking of Sebastian Maniscalco. <laughs> they don't... Guys are trained in burrito building. <laughs> That's all I can think of. That is one of the greatest bits ever. Comedy bits that I've seen. It is absolutely, absolutely. Well, we are coming in super hot. January 30th. Dude, January is almost over. Almost there. Like it's February on left and we're into the year, like fully into this thing. I don't know. Good morning to everyone on the live stream. Lots of people saying hi this morning. Christine, Leah, Adrian, good to see you. People on Instagram who we can't see comments right here in this feed. It's good to see you as well. Um, but February is almost here. Two days until NADA starts. 105 days until a SodaCon starts. And we have some announcements about a SodaCon. Did we talk about yesterday? Yeah, but we officially announced on social. We have secured as a keynote speaker, the author of Unreasonable Hospitality, New York Times bestseller, Epic restaurateur, had the best restaurant in the world, Will Gadara. Um, he is going to be our keynote speaker at a SodaCon. Please come and meet him. We've been actually seeing a lot of dealers and dealer groups have been like starting to pay more attention to this book. Walzer just had him at their annual team meeting. So like it feels like the momentum is moving toward a it's hospitality a place focus. To have a whole bunch of people across the country thinking about that in the same room at the same time and then having conversations about it. Cause that's what like we've already just in the last two weeks heard of so many instances that out of a SoduCon have come real collaboration, real thought, yep. real work together, understanding like how to actually get things to the ground. And so I think that that hour is going to be a moment that we look back to over 2023, 2024 Absolutely. and go, that was a moment. Yeah, was, I, I, I think you're I think you're right. Oh, man, more people saying hi. Michael Rodriguez. Oh, man, from Kia Frisco, oh. one of our favorite stores in the country. Uh, Michelle, good morning. Adrian, your son says, hey, we say hey back to your son. Always welcome. Bring the next generation. And oh, that would be a great segue into one of our stories. But we're not there yet. Um, hey, if you're going to be at NADA, super, super important. We're getting the uh, so do more than cars community together. Everybody together. If you're there, I, you have to be there on Thursday. But Thursday, three fifteen to three thirty at the NADA live stage, which is right next to registration in the conference center. We're going to be on stage for fifteen minutes, showing a little more of our more than cars documentary to be released. We're going to have Andy Gwelcher, um, the the president, CEO, dealer, principal of Mohawk Chevrolet, also the the head of in charge of like the GM dealer council. So he's a thing um, and always a lot of fun. So please join us at the live stage Thursday, 315. And then right after we're going to like huddle the little crowd over. There you go. Let's see. Kyle's holding you up a pin. Get right one now. of these pins. Everybody wants a pin and a sticker. And stickers. So we have uh, we're going to have a meetup. I don't know how many people will be there. We'll cause a little bit of a ruckus, but like we'll be polite about it. And we have these pins. Everyone that's in this community, we want the pin on your lanyard. Right, so everyone can see and learn what More Than Cars is all about. Also, have these cool little holograph sticker, hologram stickers that can go on your badge. You know how it is. Everyone looks at your badge to see if they're, you're important enough for them to talk to. But you do it too, so don't hate. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's doing it. They're uh, all looking at your badge. All the kids are doing it. I'm always like when they look at my badge. I'm up here. 
I'm up here. I'm up here. Raise your eyes. Raise uh, your eyes. All right. Let's talk about some news today. Um, it's good news today from both GM and Toyota as uh, GM's financial resilience is shining despite the UAW strike. Remember that? And setbacks in its cruise autonomous program, uh, while Toyota is also surging to record sales and production last year, leaving the chip crisis firmly behind us. Uh, GM's net income went up 5.2% percent exceeding their full year forecasts um they did have a little bit of a drop in adjusted pre-tax earnings uh due to the strike but uh obviously they recovered and they beat uh what their expectations were so wall street loves that seven percent up in pre-market trading toyota also reported a year of record highs uh in both sales and production with a 7.2 percent increase um to 11.23 million vehicles globally that's a lot of cars ev play evs played an important role for toyota obviously selling tons of hybrids plugins yeah. um soaring to 35 percent of their vehicles sold had some level of ev uh powertrain so said toyota see we've been doing this for <laughs> that's a while. it see that's it that's the whole that's the whole statement see um see? GM, GM CEO Mary Barra uh, remains optimistic. She said, I believe GM's well positioned for a year's strong financial performance, talking about 2024, that will build on everything we've accomplished and learn. One of their main goals, put out profitable EVs. It's at the top of yeah, their list. Yeah, because they lose a lot of money right now. So that's a great goal. They could I just, think if they could just fix that. <laughs> if they can fix that, one thing, things would be okay. It's a little thing. But I will say, like, a growth in net income despite the UAW setbacks and spending on the cruise uh, project, like, they're going to be okay, fam. Hey, the bolts. They're going to be okay. The bolts you coming know? back, right? That's coming back. It's going to be a big one. <laughs> I think it's, I mean, the bolt was, like, a really successful EV, and they're like, it's gone. It's coming it's back. Gone. It's, it's wait, coming I back. I can't remember. Is this bolt going to have CarPlay? Or is this the first one that's not? No, none of, no, none of their cars are going to have CarPlay. Hmm. They're just ripping it right we'll out We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> uh, I wish I had a good segue for the story, but we have another another little yeah. trigger pad we need to hit during this. So Ford Pro, let's talk about Ford, right? We're talking about Ford. Ford Pro um, is doing its part to move the automaker closer to an electric future as they announced a deal to sell over 1,000 EVs to a longtime partner, the company Ecolab. This partnership goes back to 1925, almost a 100-year partnership. Um, and this is also kind of like marking Ecolab's significant step toward an EV future. They've committed to this uh, and having a fully electric fleet in the state of California. So it's in, it includes a combination of two different vehicles. One is the F-150 Lightning. The other is the Mustang Mach-E. I can't believe we still call this thing a Mustang. Um, why? The, the, the also, why does, it, why does Ecolab need Mustang Mach-E's? Because it's not understand. a Mustang. Uh, it's not. It's a hatchback. It's a, it's a station wagon, Paul. It's a station well, they have, wagon. Think, Ecolab has the service techs that need the trucks and the vans, and then they, they have the salespeople, so right, that are going to be in the Mustang, you know, <laughs> Mustang Mach-E's. And it's part of their goal. Their goal is to electrify their entire North American fleet by... We haven't said 2030 in a long time. So, and they want to basically have net zero emissions by 2050. Their CEO, Christopher Beck, said the dual benefits of switching to EVs. And here's where we've talked about, you know, fleet really being an obvious yep. fit for EV adoption. Enhanced productivity, reduced operational cost, estimating savings, $1,400 per vehicle per year. Yeah. 
This is this is like the big question, and Hertz has already been uh, pondering this question and changing their strategy. But you have this massive fuel savings, massive maintenance savings, but the repair costs and the repair timelines are still an issue. So if Ford can solve this for EcoLab, we may see like the first partner to go, "Hey, this figured it out. We got the cost savings, and we got the we're, and we're keeping the vehicles on the road." So a partnership like this may actually work really, really. You well. know, Hertz never. Well, you think about this, Hertz never got the benefit of fuel savings. Right, because the cut, yeah, because the the renter pays for the fuel. Ah, right. See? So they, they never got the benefit. It was just more expensive to repair. And it was maintenance versus sure. repairs. Right. This gets you the fuel savings, including in the. In, we'll see what the insurance savings is. Right. We've been hearing a lot of stories about insurance costing a lot more for an EV. Right. I feel like that fourteen hundred dollars could get scooped up really quick with higher insurance costs. But hey, you got to start somewhere. Gotta start somewhere. Speaking of starting somewhere. Ah, uh, see, that was so good. It was <laughs> coming strong with the last one. T-ball right there. Heading into its biz busiest season, which is March through May, Chipotle is setting its sights on Gen Z, who makes up 73% of its current workforce Ooh. of 110,000 people. Uh, they're offering unique perks as it plans to hire another 19. 15,000 workers. <laughs> That's a lot of jobs. Uh, some of the unique perks include a 4% 401k match, great for young people, uh, making student loan payments, as well as a special debit card that helps cardholders build their credit. Uh, so they're helping out the young folks. Um, right now, Gen Z is pressing into the workforce with teen employment reaching a 14 year high, uh, indicating a shift in the labor market dynamics. Uh, Elizabeth. Ananat, an economics professor, said when the labor market is tight, more teens work. Additionally, teens, Gen Z, because of a lot of the changes in the uh, the the actual like minimum wage, mm -hmm. have seen the largest growth in wages year over year. Percentage-wise. Uh, see, percentage-wise, a 9.8% pay bump, which is two times more than the overall workforce. So Whoa. they're getting their money's worth. They're getting some nice perks. They're saving up for the for their future. They're getting a little bit of credit built, and they're working at Chipotle, and they're making burritos and eating burritos. And eating burritos. There are a few things about this story that, that come to mind really quick, or like think, a few things that triggers. Number one, how do you hire 19,000 people nationwide? That sounds unbelievable. And then I was like, well, you could just like try to like advertise at a T-Swift concert or you could be a sponsor of a Mr. Beast video. I bet they could fill 19,000 positions in a heartbeat. Easy. Right? Just, I mean, it's probably not that cheap though to sponsor a Mr. Beast video. No, there's, there's no way that's cheap. But I mean, I, like Chipotle's got a good thing going, I will say. Still? Just like, it's it's a good thing going from the food but also like the the actual work environment i i rarely go to into a chipotle and feel like everybody's angry i feel like, like you're there's in a just game. kind of a general good mood <laughs> right. in there absolutely you know? i agree i mean it always starts with the management and i know their management program uh, training is pretty good what i like about this is the attentiveness to the needs of the gen z workers i think dealers can learn a lot from this who would have thought like helping someone build their credit would be a value proposition yeah right but it seems like a fairly simple one. You know how we deliver. do that in auto? You, we hire them and then we're like, get them in a car. Really buy a car. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dual strategy. <laughs> uh, the other thing is like giving them a little bit of an increased 401k match if they're paying off college loans. 
right? A lot of times students will go to college and realize I didn't need that degree to be in the auto industry, but I can make more money in the auto industry than I would have made going into the thing that I studied to go into. So I think a little bit of student loan like assistance could go a long way and not cost a lot of money, right? It's a real differentiator. I mean, a few hundred bucks a month could make a massive difference I mean, in someone's how many decision. Deal- dealers are paying for their their team to go to like GM school, NADA, NCM. Like what if people wanted to get expensive. an MBA? Wouldn't that make sense to go ahead and like give some assistance on that? Or, oh, no, or I think I'm just it? talking about assistance to pay off the thing or, you've or already committed to. Thing that they, yeah. Well, you think about doubt. that, like that registers a different place in your brain when you're Absolutely at a job does. and it's like, oh, but I do get 300 a month toward my student loan bill. And if I leave this position or lose this position, I, yep. I don't get that. I think it just occupies a different place. It you know? does occupy a different place. Well, look, Great. hopefully you, you walk away from the show with a few ideas, a little bit of inspiration. Um, we hope you're inspired to go to asotocon.com and get tickets to come see Will Gadara. We also listed some speakers there. Go check it out and we'll see you tomorrow morning.